You are now listening to Voices Rising Press Podcasts. I'm Shelly. And I'm Sarah. Voices Rising Press podcast. Normally, Shelly and I do our podcast together as co-hosts, but today I'm going to be the host and Shelly's going to be my interviewee. We'd like to bring on different people to interview, and before we do that, we'd like to test it out on each other and interview ourselves. So today, I am the host. Today, Shelly will be my, you'll be my guinea pig. Guinea pig. <laughs> and I'm going to find out all this cool stuff about you that I've been wanting to know. I love it. You can ask me all the things. So, Shelly, I know you grew up in Colorado, and I'm pretty sure you grew up in Fort Collins. Is that right? Yes, I did. I mostly grew up in Fort Collins. My sisters and I shuffled around 49 times, oh which goodness. was a moving party. And so I grew up with my sisters, and I have three brothers. Let's see. Where am I at now? I have three kiddos. How many sisters do you have? I have four sisters. There's five girls. As you can imagine, it was quite the estrogen-filled drama party. <laughs> growing up. Yeah, I love my sisters, though. We're really close as adults. It's funny because one of my sisters was totally that popular girl who was kind of a little rude, snatched mm-hmm. to me. And we're best friends now, but she was she wouldn't give me the time of day in high school. But now it's, you know, it's all good. And I love my sisters. And we have a collaboration of, I always have to like try to add, it's like Jenny has four, I have three, if I can even count. And then Amy Beth has two. And then Melissa has her daughter Addison. And that's 10. And then I have my stepbrothers three six seven there's 17 kids that might growing up together right now yes yeah me and my sisters definitely are more kind of on the tight knit yeah and let's see where else I got married when I was 20 been married for 17 years yeah it's been crazy and And so yeah yeah, so you have a beautiful family which I love your kids are are adorable and they play with my kids yeah (laughs) we love we love your cedar pants and um so now you're in Estes Park tell me how you ended up here it was a weird thing I don't know if it was weird as much but my husband has been working up here for 20 something years as an electrician and he started his own company this is the fourth year and he's been trying to get me to move up here but it was hard for me to want to leave my sisters and my nephews and nieces but I just I just kept getting all these signs that was this is the place and I'm a very introverted person I don't like a lot of people I don't like a lot of traffic I really feel at home in nature and so I just finally resisted that urge and everything just kind of fell in alignment and now that I'm up here in the mountains I love it I love like our backyard is expansive and there's trees and there's a mountain view and I don't feel like so stuffy and I I just I feel like this authentic like I would say authentic happiness but happiness I feel like is so overrated it's just like I feel like this joy and contentment for where I'm at in my life so here we are starting this publishing company together and I'm curious about what made you want to get into writing and publishing hmm these are all good questions I feel like I have been on this path of this yogic path finding my life's purpose right I think for a few years three years I was like hardcore on this seeker path what is my purpose why am I here and then it kind of has transmuted into like how can I help how can I serve people and then I don't know I just like started coming out in words right it was just I just started 
I literally started just journaling my thoughts when I was back in the day when I first started writing. I'm like, I don't even know what to write, but I'm just going to write. So I did. I just journal, 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 journaled. And then they just started thoughts more fluid and focused thoughts. And I think too recently, I more write what's more on my heart or ways that have helped me heal myself. And I just know that there's other people experiencing things how I am. I blog too, and so does Sarah. We're both bloggers. <laughs> and that's like a really nice way to kind of more like pack a punch with your writing. And it really teaches you how to structure your writing differently and it helps you grow. Is it the writing muscle? I don't know if it's a muscle <laughs> or whatever it's called. I, you could call it a muscle. I'm sure it's something you have to exercise and get stronger. So right. I know you're working on a couple of books right now and I want to hear more about them and what drew you to writing those particular books. Mm, very good questions too. Well, and I think sometimes it gets confusing for me because I am writing two books. So I've really been focusing on finishing the edits of Awaken You, which is more of a nonfiction self-help. And a friend actually asked me, who's one of my beta readers, that's one of our steps in our, our publishing or editing process is getting your beta reader. And she said, well, what is your theme or what is the purpose of your book? And my tagline is waking up to the way we live, love, think, and breathe. And the whole premise of the book, it's kind of my journey with, I say awaken you, and it's just waking up to who you are in your authentic life, right? If that makes sense. I know some people will yeah. be like, I don't know what that means. A lot of us, how I used to, we just go through life. We're kind of just mindlessly going through the motions and we're doing things and we're just waiting for when. We're waiting for the birthday party. We're waiting for the weekend and we're waiting for this and that. And I recently have been opening up to being okay with where I am and accepting this moment. And so my hopes with this book, to wake up to the way we live, right, is to wake up to here. I'm here with Sarah. So I'm here with my whole heart. And in my book, Awaken You, every chapter is called Wake Up. So it's like wake up to self-compassion, wake up to self-love or wake up to here and now. And they're just different ways how I've learned to wake up to my life in these ways. And then most of the chapters round up with these lovely self-care practices, which you have experienced. Yes. Um, I am actually one of your lovely beta readers. Yes, you are. <laughs> and I'm so grateful for you doing that for me. And it's nice to be able to just get a sense of, you know, what this book is about and, you know, help Shelly. And as she's providing advice about my book, I'm providing advice about her book. And we're just being there for each other in this writing process. So... I love this book. Shelly's very, she's just, she really does show up in her life because I know her personally. And it comes out in her book where she's trying to kind of expound this knowledge to whoever wants to hear it about just how you can wake up to this life that I think a lot of us do kind of check out of. We go into autopilot mode almost. Of, well, I'm at, you know, at my job. I do this on my job. You know, I'm at home. I do this at my home. And we forget to be where we are, who we are right in that moment. It's very inspiring. So mm, thank you. I think the world needs this book. Thank you. I really like too how I, so every piece of information that's in this book is everything that I was clawing at, digging through the trenches. And it's all in this book. And I actually was just reading my intro again because Sarah has really helped me with some feedback. And I've really been, I'm feeling really good about my intro finally, <laughs> which is really good because if you talked to me three weeks about my intro, I probably would have cried. I don't know how to help it, but I've been really <laughs> just open to, it's okay. Just let it flow. And it's feeling really, uh, it's just, 
And from the intro, kind of back into those, I have these self-care practices and there's these journal journeys that are actually everything that I've done. So I actually, I think there's this one part in my book where these practices have transcended me from peace to pain and to contentment and to boredom and allowing me to feel the gamut of emotions. And a spinoff of everything is everything inside of this book is here as this healing journey, right? And something that has been like really profound to me is that healing isn't the end point. It, you know, it's just a part of the journey. And healing doesn't mean that one day we're going to wake up and be like, oh, I'm perfect and walk away. Healing is when you're deep in the trenches of the pain, when you can be open to allowing the pain. That's where, for me anyways, where healing begins. And I've been kind of just seated in the book, just little nuggets. So maybe you'll read mm, this little bit, mm, this little bit. And what's nice about the book too, is it's not, I feel like it's very tangible. It's very approachable because every chapter, there's something you can actually do to, and I'm a doer. I don't want to just read about something. Like I want to get up and just start doing it right away. And that's what I like about this book too, is that you really get this sense of, I don't know how to do this. Oh wait, here, how this, here's how to do it. So that's right. very helpful and very, it kind of bridges between like a workbook and a self-help book and a you know, it just you feels know, like a little, it's meaty. Yeah, it is. And and everything I've actually done too many times to count. And sometimes even I'll go back to them. And I think the purpose is, is repetition, right? Like Sarah and I, before this, we were talking about challenges and doing things for like three to six weeks, right? Because the mind takes a new, is it 21 to 45 to sometimes 90 days to create a new habit? And the whole premise, why I put these self-care practices like over and over. And I really emphasize on breath because breath is what anchors us into the moment. And it has been proven with research and science that breath actually helps us slow down and it decreases stress. It allows us to almost like you're weeding out some of the thoughts and you can be more calm and focused, right? Everyone just take a deep rooting breath into your heart and let it go. You know, do that five more times and notice just notice. And I mean, you can maybe if you notice nothing, then that's okay. Try it again. And I think that I do that a lot in the book. If this practice didn't work for you, that's okay. Move on. Try mm -hmm. something else. Keep going. Keep going. Because even if there's one little nugget, one little piece that calls out to the reader, to you, to anyone in the book, like I will feel like I've done my part. You, know, you don't have to agree with everything. Like, right, Sarah, as right. like a reader of we're avid readers, I don't agree with everything that I read from authors. Do you? Oh, no. And in fact, I try to read things that I don't agree with so I can understand it, understand why people come from that viewpoint. So That's really I don't good. have to agree with it. Right. Um, but I do want to know more about things that I don't agree with. So That's good. <laughs> um, sometimes I have this. Like, I will almost like, resist things. And then I have to be like, okay, why am I resisting this? And that's always a good question I have to ask myself. Like, why am I resisting this so much? Okay, obviously there's some healing that needs to be done here. There's some traumatic business happening and I need to just open to whatever and just, again, experience that and feel it and, and show up to it. Right. And being on this healing path that I think we're both on, it's like learning how to see it, feel something maybe that's raising a, a reaction in you and instead of shutting down or numbing out to dive into that and say, what's up, you know, yes. and go into that. And like, that's where the healing is found is when you show up for those things and don't hide or numb out or right. do something to well, get and, away. And most of us don't even know how to start in, in this book. I give you these ways. This is where you start. And guess where that is? It's here. It's not tomorrow. It's not next week. It's not next month. You start up exactly this 
exact second and you just show up for this. And like Sarah just said, you just have to feel those feelings. And sometimes we don't even know how to do that. So as you've gotten through your writing process, I'm wondering if there's anything you know now that you wish you could go back and tell your early writing self. Oh, geez, so many things. Would I or wouldn't I? Hmm, what would you choose to say? La 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 la. <laughs> I would sing her a song. I would hug her. <laughs> it's gonna be okay. It's going to be okay. I don't know. That's a hard question because I I would in retrospect maybe say some things and then maybe I would just figure it out. I would probably give some pointers on here's how you outline. And I definitely would have found Grammarly earlier in the process. I was telling Sarah I just got this and I what I thought was my final round of edit. I've edited this book probably six times and oh I have I think I'm down I have it written down here I have a log 5,629 edits to go so (laughs) which is a lot but I've already edited from I had like 7,500 so maybe 7,200 so I've probably done about 1,500 so edits and every time many days well, I kind of get cray cray. Yeah. I get hardcore. <laughs> and I'm on one of those kicks hardcore right now. Editing. Hardcore editing. <laughs> I, I get really obsessive about things, which is a great strength and a weakness of mine. And so that that took me, it took me only two days, two and a half days to do. So I'm, you were dedicated. I'm, and that's the thing is that I, I will tell myself, don't give up on yourself. Don't get down on yourself because every time, you know, you get feedback, it always is great to hear. And then there's like this little girl inside of you that's like, oh God, I'm not a good writer or all this like a sad story and the little tiny baby violin will play. <laughs> and then I have to, and it's funny how my process is, is that sometimes I'll have to just take that. Breathe it in and let it fizzle out and then just keep going because I think that is the thing is like consistency and showing up and just keep writing what's on your heart. And I think if it ever loses, like if I lose that passion for writing, then it's not my path. I feel like, yes, being forced to write versus being forced to write something versus being inspired to write something. They come from two very different places. But do you feel, I don't know if you feel the same in this editing process. This is the harder part that I don't love. Oh, yeah. No. I don't love the editing process. Editing it's, is... It's challenging. Yeah. The down and dirty part of writing. It is the yeah. It's very... And it's... Especially when you're just on these screens. And I'm grateful I have these blue light blockers. And you're just squinting in the early hours in the morning. And in between helping the kids at school and all the things. And in between dinner. Like I was even at dinner. Oh, I'm going to accept that. <laughs> just, and I just... And I think, Sarah, you're the same as me. You just oh, yes. have to fit it into where you can. Throw that into your life where you're just like squeeze and it's not just, you know, finding your own journey in your own way. Yeah, absolutely. And I was wondering, that kind of brings up another question I had, which is what tools are you using right now that you're finding really helpful as a writer? Mm, like online tools or writing? Tools. All tools. All tools. Like what are your, what's your, what's in your toolbox? What's in my tool? I got a lot of tools in my toolbox. Let's see. I always really appreciate online and YouTube videos. I'm like a yeah. self-taught writer, self-taught artist, self-taught book publishing company entrepreneur with my beautiful Sarah over here. (laughs) And I appreciate hearing people's stories. And I I really encourage you to people to, if you're going to write a book to read, read your little bananas out, read, 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 listen, listen, listen. And for like the physical tools, I was just telling Sarah, I've been old school rocking Google Docs for years and I have paid like pages upon page I have my children's picture books my middle grade fictions all the old like if I pull the copy up of this book from I think it was probably it would be atrocious it would be a garbage pile of shit (laughs) 
It would be. And so I just transitioned to Microsoft Word, bum, ba bum and Yay. here's the explosions and the beautiful things. And then Grammarly really works amazingly in this program. And obviously they work hand in hand and I upgraded to their premium, right? This is not an advertisement for Grammarly, but highly <laughs> recommend it. <laughs> you can We're pay us Grammarly. Kickbacks, We're promise. not getting any royalties, but we would Grammarly if you wanted to support yeah. us. <laughs> um, but it's so helpful. There's so many things that I didn't even see because you know as a creative person sometimes or Sarah is definitely more of like this analytical literature beautiful natural list I don't know it just comes really natural to you I don't I well I grew up reading really challenging literature I guess you could say okay so it was kind of started from a very yeah educated and literature type of standpoint but Mm. not necessarily the kind of you know I was reading like the King James version of the Bible and Shakespeare and stuff in high school yeah which I think just makes you approach writing from a different standpoint sometimes. But yes, I love the way you write in a very like present, real, like as if you're talking kind of a way. Oh, thank it's you. It's very approachable and it's very readable. And, and I do want to encourage anyone out there who feels like they don't have a voice to know like you have a voice. You have a writer's voice inside of you that can come out simply by writing down what's inside of you. Like... That's what Shelly did. That's what I did. And that's partly why we're forming this company. So if you're inspired by this story at all, just know like you can sit down at your computer or pick up your notebook and start writing things. Right. And even if you have that self-limiting belief that I used to have and perhaps Sarah has too, I think all writers might have. Like what credibility do I have? How do I? I'm not a writer. I can't be a writer until you, you have to almost just like decide for yourself that I am a writer. Right. And it just starts by writing. And even if it's like me, when I started many years ago, I would wake up. I have like very militantly woke up at five o'clock to five thirty with a tiny baby because I just really felt like I needed a change in my life because my marriage was failing. I really hated myself. I was in a really shitty space in my life. And I literally would wake up and I remember it was freezing cold and I was like clutching my cup of hot chai. I was like, and it was cold, but I went in the backyard. So I wouldn't wake anyone up and I have this like blanket, like wrapped around my entire body. And I just hear the birds are like chirping and there's squirrels and the sun is trying to rise up. And we have these really beautiful trees. And I was just, I'm so annoyed. I'm sitting here. I'm fucking freezing. Why am I taking off? I'm really cold. This bird is singing this. And I literally just started writing everything I heard. The leaves are shifting. I would look up and be like, oh, the sun is looking pinkish. And I didn't know what I was writing, but I just started writing through writing. And there was no specific purpose or rhyme or reason. It was just a way again to get my word out. And I love what Sarah just said. Like, I really encourage anyone who, because we all have, right, we have these amazing stories Mm -hmm. and no one has ever experienced what like I have or Sarah has or you have or our neighbors have and everyone has such an interesting perspective and a way of looking at life and the world needs everyone's voice I think I think so too Mm -hmm. all right so I know you do more than just write I know you have other talents and gifts like oh me you are an artist and you're a reiki master and a yoga instructor so tell me a little bit more about these fun extra things yeah these hidden little nuggets well yep and how do they come into your writing too just if you can put that in there i love that that's great so i took a yoga teacher training 
three years ago and that actually shifted my writing insurmountably it just it was this incredible journey and it just has really again helped me awaken me which is my book awaken you mm-hmm. and yeah yoga impacts me every day I practice I meditate I breathe Sarah and I before this we sit and take 10 breaths together mm-hmm. to get rooted and grounded and and so yoga teacher training led me into becoming a Reiki master which again are these healing outlets and they do they just come through in writing I don't it's it's hard to put words upon them but they do and as for art yeah my art has kind of it just takes its on its own journey whether it's you know if I've I've illustrated children's picture books and I've published self-published three of them but it's so funny in the dusty drawers I have 12 of complete picture books in these portfolios that are just beautiful and I keep telling Sarah I have to show her one day yeah and I think one day one of these days we will publish them (laughs) We'll dust off. I've got some kids' books in my little in your see, in your tool too. bag, yeah. right? Well, and I I love writing for all genres, and I think that's where I struggled in the beginning of my writing career. Which Sarah, I think, and I have had this talk before because you read and people say you must focus on fiction, nonfiction, memoir. You need to foc- find a focus stage. And so I was starting with children's picture books. And then I wrote this beautiful book about my, it's almost like this character, if my daughter and I were one person and she's lovely and it's this middle grade fiction that I am absolutely in love with and I submitted it over and over and I rewrote it over and over and over and over and over and it it never got picked up and then I was like you know I'm gonna put that aside because I'm gonna be writing now for for me (laughs) so my writing has been it's been for me honestly and it it keeps me going I don't think there's anything wrong with that like honestly when you get the best art and when you get the best books it's when they weren't written for somebody else yeah. You know, like that book needed to be written by that person at that time. Right. And I, I think that's important. So I agree. you got to listen to your intuition when it comes to writing. You do. And you also, Sarah was talking about doing this lovely challenge about challenging herself too. What did you say? All creative things? Yes. So this will come out actually. I'm going to put out my blog, my next blog post. Um, Love it. And so you can read all about it, but I'm going to set myself. I started on, what day did I start writing that? So this is my day three. Oh, good. Cool. <laughs> I've been doing it for two days, but I've set myself a challenge to write for 20 minutes a day. And because I'm trying to get artist art and music back into my life, play music for 20 minutes a day and do art, which gives me one full hour for me. And I think out of the 24 hours in the day, you know, some of it's sleeping, a lot of it is working and taking care of other people, but there should be one hour for me. I 100% agree with that. I think it's great. It's a good thing. It's funny because probably like two weeks ago, I decided once again that I was going to start my morning habit back again, which in my book I talk a lot about and I got really gung-ho on them. And then quarantine happened and all the covid craziness and then homeschooling my kids and writing books and then I kind of you know I still practice yoga and do breath work but I've been getting my butt up and like sitting in front of my fireplace and meditating but now this week I'm like I am editing my book and I'm getting those 5,629 edits to zero zero. so that's what I'm doing and I think that for me too that is that's something very important to me and it is work But it's creative work that I just like, I have to get it done. We need soul work in our lives. Life that it's not, it's necessarily being paid, but it's fulfilling an aspect of us that needs to be fulfilled. Very important. And that's, I think, why we're both thriving right now, because that's in us. I would just like to find out a few more things. Alrighty. (laughs) What do you picture for the future of our company? Like what, if you had your wildest dreams come true for this? 
publishing company? Like, where do you see this taking? It's so interesting that you're saying this too, because in my meditation practice in the mornings, I've been seeing this. So what I've been envisioning is I envision, and this might be very, uh, four books a year from each of us. I'm at like four, I'm envisioning us each publishing four books a year. I envisioning us having our own personal editor and whoever else wants to help do soul work. And I envision us bringing in, I would say bringing in four to, let's start with four. I like the number four this week, four new authors a year and starting there. Like, so us putting out books and having someone helping us and maybe even in the future having someone putting out or doing maybe marketing or Facebooking stuff and and just growing. And I think that I just really want, like Sarah and I started this journey with, it was actually wonderful. Sarah sat down at her computer and she wrote, read me, I don't even remember what it was. It was like this paragraph about that you just never wanted to do something where you didn't feel you loved it or that you dreaded doing every day. Remember that? Yeah, I can't remember what it was. It was something like about your pre school it was very good it was very impactful oh yeah I wrote it as I was in the middle of this job that I hated the career I'd given myself that I was not happy and I asked myself I kind of just like you I would just write because I knew I wanted to be a writer I didn't know what to write so I just would write things and I remember writing sort of this why am I doing this why am I even freaking here like I get up every day I do things I don't want to do and nobody in the end is really even all that happy with me because I'm not happy. And how can I make other people happy if I'm doing things that just, they don't fulfill me. They don't like make me sparkle. They don't make me come alive. Mm. And it's okay to have a job like that, but it's not the greatest. It's okay, right? And I'm just, so I wrote this that said like, I wanna be a writer, an artist and a musician. And that is what I wanna do with my life. Just everything else can just go by the wayside. Right. And somehow I'm finally doing a lot of those things. Like it's actually coming true. And so right. it's like, you just have to follow your dreams. Yeah. And even if, you know, we're working a job that helps us like pay the bills or gets us from this point of our life to this point of our life, you have to know that your job doesn't define you as a person because yeah, that's maybe supporting you and it's going to get you to where you need to go. Like I did hair for, for 14 years and I, I loved it at the time. And then I just, you know, I got to be this stay at home mom, which has taken up a huge chunk of time, but also allowed me to have time to write books. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny, though, because I was like, oh, I'm going to finish my book. And that was three years ago. I'm going to write my book this first year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then, oh, I'm going to get it done. And but this year, I really see this. Like, I see our books published. I see us taking, like, I, I see, mm. I can see it. And I haven't seen it before. Like, I've had more of, like, a, a block when it comes to my writing. But this, there's something different. Sarah and I just met just, like, la, twin flame soul sisters, and it, it's happening. Well, it's good, too, like, to have, if you have a project like this that you really want to work with a partner on, you need a partner that's going to show up and do the work and not like kind of blah, 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 be in and out or leave much of it to you. Like, and that's what I appreciate. We each are very, I feel like we're very responsible for certain aspects and we give each other the other parts and we both show up and we work hard. So it's true. And we, and it's not like we have the same strengths. It's like Sarah is this computer goddess. Not really. (laughs) She lies. (laughs) I hack my way through. You, hey, hacking, it's great. You have to fake it till you make it or play the role, right? It's like, you got to play the part. I look up a lot of stuff on Google. Like, how do I do this? Which is so amazing. And I think that's a great part of this journey is that you can really do anything that you want to. 
even if you think that you can't, well, it's like you can think that you can't, but you actually can. And really that Google search bar or whoever you use, bing, 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 Stare and I, how do you start your own publishing company? Oh, how do you, I knew how to start. Hire an editor. Yeah. How do you, how, yeah. How do you write a book? How do you write a book or how do you edit your book? How all of this, everything that you need, the information is out there. And I would just say for people on a journey of whether it's writing or wanting to like start something up and they're not quite sure what it is, just start like getting curious and asking questions and get around people, Sarah and I, like people that are doing the same thing that you're doing inspiring people right or if you know people who have already like I have some friends and so does Sarah who've written books and talk to them and ask them questions and do the things that will help you follow that path and whether it's small whether it's just you know googling or like Sarah and I you know right now we're editing or if you are just like "Mm, maybe I want to write a book like how many people have you heard Say, I want to write a book one day. Yeah. And I've heard people say, I want to write a book, but I could never do it. Or I would never be able to, you know, fill in the blank. Which that gives me goosebumps. Like never and can't are some words we should just take right out of our dictionaries and not use because. And should and would. Yep. Should and would probably, or should at least. (laughs) Yeah. Would is okay. I Um, agree with that. I would. But yeah, it's like, you know, we limit ourselves when we say I can't. Like you literally stop yourself from trying if you say I can't, but. If you ask yourself, what if it's possible? Yes. Great question. Or I wondered if. And then you do some research and you find out maybe somebody just like you didn't know what they were doing, but started out and did it. Right. That's why I like stories because I get inspired by people, by real stories. It's so true. Like memoirs are very inspiring Mm -hmm. and you hear people's pain and you hear their growth and yeah, it's pretty amazing. Well, I guess I want to say thank you so much for being my interviewee. Is there anything else that you would like to share? Hmm. With, is there anything I forgot to ask you? I feel like you asked all the good questions. I, know, I could chat forever. I'm a chatter. Is there like a website or a place people could go to find you besides on Voices Rising Press? Uh, let's see. What is there? What are we doing? Yeah, VoicesRisingPress.com for our blogs. And Sarah and I both released our blogs. Yay. And I also do teach online. I have a YouTube channel called Yoga Bliss with Shelly. And it's awesome. I just... I just show up every week and I teach a class or a meditation and yeah, yeah I just attended some of her classes both online and in person and very good. she's an amazing totally amazing and very present yoga instructor so hmm. why thank you and I would like to ask you because I want to ask everybody this question tell me about three of your most favorite authors and what's one thing you like about them Three of my most favorite authors. Well, that is so hard. Isn't that a hard question? It's like, how do you pick a fish out of the sea? (laughs) Well, maybe just three that are present for you right right now. So I will say my writing inspirations big time have been Louise Hay and her book, You Can Heal Your Life. That book has been a huge, had a huge impact, especially on this book. And her journey has been, I just really connect with her. I love her. And let's see. Yang, yang, yang. This is hard. Sarah, what the heck? <laughs> let's see. I really do enjoy Eckhart Tolle's work mm-hmm. uh, with The Power of Now and A New Earth. Those books are really good. They're really deep. They're very deep spiritual books. But those books really have helped me a lot on my journey with like my thoughts and recognizing the difference between my ego and my real self. There's a lot of reference in my book uh, to the power mm-hmm. of now, a lot in that book. And I feel like I need to do a throwback to like a children's picture book. <laughs> I'm like, what? Which children? I, I guess I would have to say I, I always 
I mean, coming back to those Maisie books and Lucy Cousins, nice. because I just, I don't even know her and I just want to give her a hug and a kiss because she really allowed me permission or it was just like that moment where I was, I can draw and then I spiral to, I can write. So I'll give her a shout out and nice. like impacting my path. And you never know whose path you might impact by just being you and living your life, living your dreams. So thank you for being you, for living your dreams and for doing it with me right now on this publishing journey. Hmm, I'm so grateful. I'm, I feel the same way and I'm just so excited to be doing this and interviewing each other and sharing our voices on actual voices into a microphone instead of writing because writing is so different than speaking, but it's just another outlet. So thank you for being with me too. And so you can check out our blog and our podcast will be releasing new content every week, every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Yes, at www.voicesrisingpress.com. That's a mouthful. .com. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you on the next podcast. Thank you.